And now, from the Save on Foods Wines at British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio, on location at the Vancouver International Wine Festival. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia. It's a pleasure to be back at the Vancouver International Wine Festival, year 43. I've been to all 43. I shouldn't admit that, but uh, there you go. Special shout-out to AM 1150 Cologne and all other 19 cities across the province that are on our network, and welcome to our listeners to the BC Food & Wine Radio Show. Joining us on stage is Steve Moriarty. He's the director of wine, Save on Foods, and introducing Ray Piggin, uh, Manager of Operational Compliance, and Amanda Carnegie, Specialist Wine Development, Save on Foods. Welcome to the show, all of you. Uh, well, it's great to be here, Anthony. You know, we get this is a thrilling time of year for us, right? Yeah. And this is more thrilling for me because I, I get to bring the two people that make the magic happen. Yeah, the Save magic. Compliance, though. How do you keep a guy like Steve in, in order? It <laughs> can't be that easy. Well, it's not just him. It's everybody else. But uh, honestly, it's all done through our our. SOPs and and just communication. Our people, our people help us keep keep in line with compliance. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I wondered at the start because, of course, you know, grocery stores they were never going to get to sell wine, and it would be such a tragedy. People buying food and wine would be, never happen in this province, and is a bad, bad thing. What's happened? It's it's been completely normalized overnight. It's it's fantastic, actually, and and we we love it. The fact that uh, pre-COVID it was slowing down, or it was great actually, and then COVID, but now with everything happening today, and and being able to sell wine, seeing customers come back into the stores, mm-hmm. and and just our teams being just as engaged as before it's it's fantastic yeah tastings are back in the store is that correct or well i think ray's the expert on tasting yeah you want to talk about tastings right sure yeah no uh we we brought back our tasting uh, program it, it we changed it a little bit it's kind of a relaunch and a re uh, reinvigoration and what it is we started it late april and since then we've seen nothing but success customers want to want to be able to try wines and and especially wines of british columbia they love it and they come into our stores and they yeah. love it yeah. Uh, well, I, I would think, like, Amanda, people taste wine and then they buy that wine. If they like it and they can buy it right away, that's the that's the whole point, I guess, of tasting it in the store. Exactly. You get a chance to try something new and then uh, bring it home and have it with your dinner. What do customers <laughs> tell you all the time in the store? Uh, they, they like do new they, things. Do they wish for other wines? or they, I mean, you have such a huge selection. Sometimes they do need a little bit of help. Sometimes they ask for suggestions, uh, but uh, definitely uh, that's why we have our teams there to help them, support them, and mm-hmm. answer any questions and steer them into, hey, you want to try something new? We have this great new local winery that popped up, and uh, this will be perfect uh, to try it this weekend. How do you, how, uh, Amanda, how do you work with Steve when it comes to the selection that's in the store and what gets on the shelf? Uh, well, it's very complicated. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Well, I, th- I think no, Amanda, has to take, Amanda has to take credit for the fact that every day she's, uh, I won't say inundated, but she's presented with an awful lot of new products, new wines, and even new wineries. We have um, every single day. We have new ones that approach us, uh, popping up all over the province, and it's yeah. a really cool thing to be able to talk to these brand new wineries and support them and get to to try some of the new products that they created and listen to their stories. It's yeah. a really cool thing. 
Yeah, it is. And, uh, well, I like your, I mean, the stores are laid out uh, alphabetically. Uh, the wineries are laid out alphabetically in the store, which I think is a stroke of genius because uh, it's just so easy to go there. Sometimes I wish the whole grocery store was alphabetical <laughs> for guys like me. I could get through faster, but... Uh, so that's kind of cool, but how do you determine how many listings a winery gets? Who, who? Well, I think. Uh, how does that happen? Well, I think it's pretty easy for us. Is is, is that Amanda has a team, uh, and sometimes she actually lets Ray and I uh, sit in on it, and yeah. she she let, she actually puts together a team that, that evaluates new wine and uh, new new vintages, new uh, new varietals, and we try to figure out. Is this going to complement our existing selection, mm-hmm. and will it fit in? And will the consumer, what we call the consumer profile, because uh, um, Amanda spends a countless amount of time getting feedback from our teams in the stores about, right. about varietals and about trends, and almost like a geographical kind of influence. And she takes that, and she uses that. To, I'm taking. I'm sorry. I'm putting words in your mouth, but uh, <laughs> in in that context, she puts that together and. She comes up with a, we call it the magic mix. The magic mix. You grocery types, you really have a lot of information. <laughs> I think it's overwhelming for wine people who, I don't think they ever thought about that. It's kind of like shipping, getting wine. Uh, you probably could do it yourself a lot faster <laughs> well, you than know, going through the system the way it is. You know, Ray, Ray touched about, about people and about the, the process that we have. Is, mm-hmm. is, is it, we are pretty good at selling groceries. In fact, we sell billions of dollars worth of groceries. Yeah, and it's it's we just we just lean on our experience, and uh, the specialty that that Ray and Amanda have in in that field, they just they just bring it to the wine business, and all of a sudden, quite honestly, I say they simplify the wine business from a retailer perspective. Yeah, how do consumers comply? Like, do you do you check their their age every time they buy wine, or how does that work? Absolutely. Our actual our system itself, the till, is is designed in such a way that when a consumer is going through the till, it, it's alerting our cashier to check for ID. Uh-huh. But we also do that at a tasting. If a, if a, a customer walks up to a tasting, yeah, yeah, analyze, and if somebody looks forty years or, or younger, they'll get ID'd. Yeah, yeah, forty years or younger. Yeah, it's, it's a compliment. It That's is pretty a- impressive. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> forty years or younger. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you have new products like you, we're talking about cider now. It's taking off in the store. Is that a so start with compliance? Was that ever something when you got the license you could do cider right away, or did you have to? It it came into fruition. Let's just say it came into fruition. Yeah, <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> it was a project, or, yeah. or, or we could call it evolution. It yes. was an evolution. There you go. Well, what about cider? What what kind of cider are you selling? What are people? I have I know nothing about cider, so you can take it's, the floor here. It's really a new thing for us too. I mean, we have a, a, I would say a couple dozen different ciders right now, uh, all sorts of uh, different BC fruits. Uh, again, it's all BC uh, vendors yeah. that we're supporting. And there's some really cool new flavors that they're coming out with, too. One that's uh, doing really well, it's uh, apple rhubarb. I mean, so those are the ones that customers are gravitating towards, anything fresh and new and a little different other than your traditional apple cider. Mm. That's fantastic. Now, who's going to tell me about the store coverage? You're all over the province now. I mean, you have a lot of stores, but you have 21 uh, stores that sell wine? Currently 21 stores. Currently. Oh, wow, that sounds interesting. (laughs) Let's talk about 22. No, I know we're not allowed to. Uh, but it's, it's, so are people, are other regions asking you now to, to have a wine department in their store? Or? Without a doubt. I mean, if, yeah. if the consumer, uh, you know, being politically correct, the consumer demand for, for a, 
the the ease and the convenience to pick up a bottle of British Columbia wine is all across the province. So we have a demand in Prince Rupert and in Fort Nelson and in Port Hardy. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, we we think we're pretty well balanced around the province. You know, we have three stores on the island. We've got we're as far north as Prince George, Kamloops, yep. Okanagan. Yep. So it's uh, you can find one. It's yep. not that hard. Do they all look the same, right? Like essentially, yeah. Are there rules about that? About we have internal rules that we want to we want to go by because it makes it easier for the consumer and and of course we, we try to keep them all uniform some some departments are set up a little differently but to your point earlier about how we uh, organize the wineries by alphabetical absolutely that that's all the same yeah yeah our guests are Steve Moriarty's director of wines Ray Higgins a manager of operational compliance and Amanda Carnegie is a specialist in wine development all at Save on Foods uh, What's going to happen this summer, Amanda? Is there something exciting coming on, or will it just it's Always patio exciting. season, uh, that sort of thing? Oh yeah, we have ciders. We have our rosé month in August. Okay. Uh, so it's all about trying new, fresh, uh, uh, local products. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and who's going to tell me? Because you have some of the best setups for uh, buying wine in quantity. So you get a discount. We do. Uh, if you buy four or more bottles, you get 10% off. Yeah. And if you buy 12 or more bottles, you get the 10% plus an additional $12 off. Wow. Yes. Really so great that's deal. That's quite a good yeah. deal. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Great to kick off the show. And for people who haven't been in to save on, I don't know if there's anybody who hasn't been in, but that 1,300 wines, come on. I mean, that's crazy. You could spend the whole morning in the store. <laughs> Are, well, you know, are you allowed to do that? Or? Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, yes. we'll tolerate you. You know what? I love, to, I love to say this to our customers, and, and so does Amanda and Ray, and with all our teams, is, is that if you've got a favorite, favorite wine from somewhere else in the world, we have one from BC as good or better. Okay, there you go. Ray, Amanda, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you're going to stick around, Steve. We're going to talk to some more uh, uh, wineries who are selling wine in your store to uh, talk more about the story at Save On Foods and uh, how they're enjoying it. It's BC Food & Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismani. We'll be right back. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you can take your time to enjoy our beautiful weather and perfect patio season. Visit almost 100 area wineries, cideries, and distilleries, eight craft breweries, and world-class locally sourced restaurants too. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for information on wine tours, tasting room and restaurant hours, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. As someone who is starting or adding to their wine or spirits collection, you recognize your choice of a reputable supplier is paramount. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers buyers a safe, inexpensive way to initiate or enhance their collections. They're experts in the field, and all of their offerings are meticulously sourced from private sellers across Canada. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. Today's real estate landscape is fast-paced and complex. Now more than ever, whether you're a buyer or a seller, it's vital to work with a professional real estate company like Remax. Lean into their experience, local market knowledge, and connections. They are your market experts and are excited to help you make your dreams a reality. The right agents for today's market are at Remax, with offices in Summerland, Penticton, and Asuyus. Call or visit them at yoursouthokanagonhome.com. BC VQA Wine. 
a reflection of our land and the exceptional folks that craft every bottle. Save on Foods is proud to offer the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines all in one place, plus an extensive collection of BC's most popular ciders. And with their everyday customer discount program, you'll get 10% off any four bottles or select 12 bottles and save an additional $12. Wines of British Columbia at Save on Foods. Find your nearest store at saveonfoods.com. From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. On location at the Vancouver International Wine Festival. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Hello, British Columbia. I'm Anthony Gismondi. We're on the floor of the Vancouver International Wine Festival, uh, where there are 60 Canadian wineries. Joining us uh, on the stage is Steve Moriarty, who buys wine from way too many of them uh, for Save On Foods. And uh, he's brought along Gary Zagallo. He's the winemaker at Chamberton Estate Winery. Uh, Welcome to the show, Gary. Uh, hi, hi, Anthony. Good to have you. I've been staring across at you pouring yeah. wine for the last two days. How's that been going? Well, it's pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. Some you, people know our winery because we're local. Yeah. They just come by. And, and some winemakers don't like to meet people. Are you one of those people? Or are you happy to no, talk no, to No, no. I'm happy, I'm happy to explain, to say something about our wine, yeah. how we make it, and uh, you know, just describe the wine. And yeah. Well, you, your winery has an old story. I mean, it's a it's a city winery. for It's probably the only one uh, that was it was built so close to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Under the, it used to be called Domaine de Chabertin, yes, for folks yeah. who may know. Now it's just Chabertin. Uh, yeah, so it's great to have you with us. Yeah, thank you. And uh, so you brought a couple of wines, and obviously, Steve, you sell these wines. Well, you know, th- this is truly an honor for me to have sit beside Gary. He makes, uh, I- I'll be honest, he makes very, very impressive wines for our consumers. And yeah. what a what a what a portfolio it has! You know, the diversity that, that exists in the Chabertin uh, portfolio, I think, is is unique, especially from the Lower Mainland, and uh, a winery that this close to. Uh, a lot of our stores and uh, the wines that we have today are truly exceptional yeah well this first wine uh well you have the staff you've trained the staff because trying to sell a cigarette to anybody is no mean feat mm-hmm. uh it needs a story so let's start with that uh mm-hmm. give us uh, gary give us a little bit of background on this wine yeah so cigarette is our estate grown uh, uh grapes uh we have two blocks of cigarette uh first block was planted in 2003 mm-hmm. the second block was planted in 2006 um, a German variety so Sigribe basically it's cross uh, Gewurztraminer and uh, Madeleine Angevin mm-hmm. it's early ripening grape which is very good for Fraser Valley uh, basically we start harvest with the Sigribe sometime first to second week of September yep um, this wine like like all our wines they have really nice and bright acidity yeah because we pick early uh, normally, grapes doesn't get much sugar level, but in uh, save some acidity and bright acidity at the same time uh, low alcohol. It's delicious. Uh, like it's yeah, it's, it's so really, quaffable. It, mm-hmm. This is uh, uh, you know I hate to say this, but this wine is almost sells itself. As soon as you explain to a consumer and they get past the name, yep. and they and they go where, what, when, how, and as soon as they get it and put it in their mouth, it's uh, yeah. it's easy to sell. Well, we know a little bit about it. It's part of the was part of the Becker project, and uh, of course, uh, your old pal up at Grey Monk, they sell Sigarabi as well. Yes. So there is some history in the province, but 
this is really delicious because it's got great aromatics, uh, and you think it's going to be sweet, but it's mm-hmm. not. No. And then, not only is it dry, it's it's uh, it almost just it's almost ethereal. Right? Uh, yeah. What is the alcohol on that? Twelve point two. Yeah, it it tastes like ten. Like it's really yes, interesting. Yes. That's that's my my goal to make dry wine with nice aromatic and same yeah. time with the low uh, uh, sh- sugar level, right? Yeah. So. Well, you're on the money there. So those are estate grapes. Yes. Now we're going to talk about the Meritage of 2017. This is a different ball of wax because you're buying grapes. Uh, you, you have contracts with people in the Okanagan. Yes, we have some long-term contracts. Most of the, our growers, we have been sourcing for 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. So this is a Meritage, uh, roughly 30, 30, 30 percent uh, Merlot Franc of South. Mm-hmm. A source of grapes from four different vineyards, two vineyards in the Oliver area. Mm-hmm. One in Armada, one in Samir Samil Kamib. Um, wine was aged for 24, 26 months in, so all the, all the vineyards were processed separately. Yeah. And aged in the barrel separately. Separately. Yes. Okay. Uh, 24, 26 months. Uh, the whole blend, because some of the vineyards are aged in the oak new barrel. Yeah. Some of the neutral barrel, but the whole blend together, it's around 30, three, 36 percent of new oak and the other part is uh, older. Yeah. yeah, What uh, type of oak is it? Uh, around 80-85% bre- uh, French oak, a little yeah. bit American oak. Yeah. 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 It's quite nice. It's so young. Yes. 2017. Look, at you're just smiling, Steve. Uh, uh, is this your like, lunch wine? Or? Well, you know, you, you, t- you taste a wine like this, and, and I, I go back to the same thing I said about cigarette. These are the kinds of wines that really make it easy for a retailer to talk to a customer and say, hey, you want to bring something different to the table or to your friends or yeah. mm-hmm. the in-laws. You want to try something you know, that, that people will... Mm-hmm. I won't say fall in love with it immediately, but they will over time. Yeah, mm. for sure. Very nice wine. Uh, so this wine now is five years old, I guess. Yes, yeah. It doesn't look like it's, for me, it's anywhere near the end of its life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, normally Chabarton, we uh, uh, produce wines which you can age and sell for a couple of years, like mm-hmm. four or five years. This yeah. wine, you can sell for five, six years for sure. It has a nice boldiness and a nice tannins. So, and, uh, so I forgot to mention that uh, after barrel aging, we aged the blend combined in stainless steel for another year. Okay. And then we bottle it. Okay, so you put it all back together mm-hmm. and then let it rest together before you One bottle year, it. One year, yes, in stainless steel nice. things, and then we, we That's pretty it. good value for the customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Steve, both of them are available in the store? Absolutely. I guess that's the most important thing. Where can people buy them? Yeah, we, we, we have a great partnership with Shaverton, and uh, being, the, being the fact that it's, it's such a crucial part of the lower mainland history in the wine industry, it just flows yeah. through, flows through our system. Nice. Uh, and, of course, they're available online, and people can go to the winery because it's not that far away from town. Yes, so that's yeah. an easy easy stretch for people to go to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do they need uh, uh, reservations now or appointments when they go to taste it uh, at Chevreton? tasting, no, no reservation, but we have a nice restaurant, right? So if, yeah. if somebody wants to have a nice dinner lunch, it's a pretty busy place, right? So they yeah. have to have some reservation. And also we have a nice picnic area. And people just can, can go outside. Get, uh, get the flights and yeah. have some charcuterie or bring your own food and have, enjoy wine and Fantastic. on the picnic area. Now, I've seen a wine in Savon uh, that had CBO on the label and Ultra that's connected to you. What, what's the story there? Well, we have a partnership with, uh, with uh, Gary and uh, uh, Shaverton, and he's made us a couple wines that are unique at Savon Foods, and we call them CBO. 
And uh, we made the first, Gary, well, Gary made the first vintage, and we actually, tremendous success, sold out literally within a couple of months. Hmm. Now we have the new vintage in our store, 2017, correct? Yes, right? yes. Uh, uh, 2017, and we call it CVO Ultra. Uh, the first one was uh, pretty much all Merlot, and this one is uh, Merlot with Capsos, a little bit of Capsos, yeah. And uh, the consumer demand for this, just in the last two weeks, has pushed this to number one in, in, in sales in our stores. Really? Yes. So wow. And other, you, I, you know, you think about all the wines we sell. You know, yeah. that thirteen hundred. Wow, man. Is is it Chabertin CBO Ultra is our now our number one red red wine. Gary, you can uh, retire now. You see, <laughs> easy. Yeah, and CBO, I want to say it's a little bit a lighter wine, so it's yeah. ready to consume right now. Yeah. So. You, so can, you can age a little bit, but... While you're waiting for the Meritage, yeah, Meritage you, you can, can drink, drink. CBO yeah. Ultra. <laughs> That's kind of nice. It's very palatable, very easy to drink, and uh, price, price, price right, too. Gary, you don't sound like you grew up in uh, the Fraser Valley. No. 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 Where, no. where have you come from? Originally, I'm from Ukraine. From Ukraine, wow. Yeah. And were you making wine over there, too? Or? Yeah, I worked for 12 years in wine industry in Ukraine before I moved to Canada in yeah. 2016. Okay. So you yeah. you're already w- how widely experienced when you got to Chevrolet? Uh, not in Canadian winemaking, Canadian no. grapes like Sigribe, we have Bacchus. It's completely, they were completely new grapes for me. Yeah, I still kind of. But uh, it's exciting to have yeah. new oh, grapes, yeah, eh? for sure. And I, I, it's ongoing ongoing experiment, right? So every year I try yeah. to experiment, find the best way to, to work with those grapes. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, listen, it's great to catch up with you, taste these two wines. The Chabertin 2021 Sigariri, folks, really, this is a very impressive wine. Uh, I think uh, everybody should be drinking this outside all summer long. It'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Meritage 2017 as well, all available, of course, at Save on Foods and direct from the winery. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Anthony. Yeah, great. Uh, That was Steve Moriarty, Director of Wines at Save on Foods, and Gary Zicalo. He's the winemaker at Chamberton Estate Winery. There's plenty more to come up next. Stephanie Stanley, she's the winemaker at Peak Cellars. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. Take a break from the hustle and bustle of the big city and relax in the beautiful and peaceful South Okanagan. Enjoy fantastic wine and culinary offerings throughout the region, including 180 of BC's finest wineries, from Summerland's Bottleneck Drive to the Naramata Bench to Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lake's Heart of Wine Country down to Oliver Osuyas Wine Country. Before you go, look for community information, wine regions, and more trip inspiration at visitsouthokanagan.com. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature. A bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name. Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Refreshing, relaxing, romantic. Get away to Therapy Vineyards and stay at their modern, comfortable, and spacious boutique inn. Experience your moment of awe from the balcony of your room while taking in the panoramic views of the vineyards and Okanagan Lake. Capture the essence of the grape growing season while luxuriating at your home base for wine tours. Oh, and did we mention award winning wines? Book your relaxing retreat or perfect couples getaway today at therapyvineyards.com. 
The most exciting club in the Okanagan is Summer Hills Organic Wine Club. When you become a member, you'll receive 24 bottles per year of sommelier-curated organic wines. Enjoy preferred pricing and free delivery. Plus, members earn double gratitude points, which gives 20% of each order back in your pocket. Get insider information on Summer Hill's new releases and special events. Enjoy the flavors of Summer Hill. Join the Organic Wine Club at summerhill.bc.ca. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, back to the Vancouver International Wine Festival. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, BC, and welcome back to the show. We're on location on the floor of the Vancouver International Wine Festival. Uh, year 43, there's 101 wineries in the room, 60 are from B.C., and uh, joining us now is a, a relatively new winery, not so new, but new enough uh, for some people who don't get up to the Okanagan uh, as much as others. Uh, joining us, uh, Steve Moriarty's back, but joining us is the uh, winemaker from Peak Cellar, Stephanie Stanley. Welcome back to the show. It's great to be here again, Tony. It's great to see you in Vancouver for a change. Yes. Is it, is it kind of energizing to get out of the winery for a couple of days now it's been a nice break yeah yep it's been but i'm lot. sure there's stuff going on up there that you you're worrying about but we're getting ready for bottling next week right after the long weekend so yeah, bottling and uh and bud break and all kinds of things i guess it's nice to see the leaves starting to come out yeah uh okay peak sellers let's just tell people where you are because uh, most people you know they go to the okanagan they go to Kelowna or penticton and oliver and that's it. Yeah, we're uh, it. we're up in Lake Country, uh, across yeah. from Intrigue. So we're just north of Arrowleaf and Grey Monk, yep. and south of Fiftieth Par- Parallel. So if people actually make a day trip up there, they can spend a whole day in Lake Country because there's eight wineries out there, and over half of them have restaurants. So it's uh, it's definitely a destination in its own. And the whole international wine world wants to be at the 50th parallel, and they can't be. And you're, like, almost sitting on it. We're basically, we're just about sitting there, yeah. 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 What, what's it like to be up north? Like, it's so exciting up there now. Um, well, from a, like, from a fruit quality point of view, we just, um, we're finding our wines have this beautiful natural lower pH and higher acid and this beautiful uh, mm-hmm. retention and, like, freshness and vibrancy to the wine. So it's really been cool uh, working with fruit that's 100% from Lake Country. Yeah. Fantastic. Great facility, folks. And uh, we're going to taste a couple of wines. Now, you brought along the 20, is it the 2020 it, Pinot Gris? the 2020 Pinot Gris. Yep. Okay. There we go. So it's, It um, already smells northern to me. There's a nice sort of like richness in, even in the aroma, but we do about 20% neutral oak just to give it some, some texture and some body and some broadness in the palate. It's so great. I really love the way that your your wines are presenting because they have they have weight, but they don't they, they don't have heavy weight. They just sort of have mouth feel. But the fruit is so beautiful. It's so it's perfectly ripe, but not sweet. No, no. Yeah. We're definitely um, the style of the wines for the most part we're making at Peak Cellars is dry. Yeah. Um, we do because we are 100% estate. We've got full control over all of our fruit quality and pick decisions. So we're in the vineyard every day, tasting fruit, making the pick decision based on flavors and and not just on numbers and checking the canopy and looking to see what weather's coming and how you know the the, uh, the health of the fruit as well. Yeah. Um, and picking picking for flavor and then it's just really careful careful handling of the fruit in the winery to sort of preserve all of that 
and we do we do like to do a lot of extra work with um, Lee's stirring and extra sort of post fermentation Lee's contact to build yeah. some of that body and that yeah. structure. The mouth feels really good. Yeah, and, uh, and fermented completely dry. Yeah, and Peak Cellars now uh, obviously Steve's here. He sells it in Save On Foods. Where else is it available? Uh, online i guess and yep definitely you can buy directly from us online um and actually on our on our website as well there's uh there's a section that says where to buy that will show you where all the stores tell are you all the private stores yeah private stores yeah we're not listed with the ldb yet mm-hmm. at this point okay delicious uh it's not the only pinot gris you make apparently you have a you have a different wine well you know this this you made a really good point anthony about this particular pinot gris and coming from the north and you get that you get that whole new kind of structure, and uh, it's unique in our stores. But we have another wine that uh, that uh, we we do really well with Peak Cellars. Uh, it's 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 a Pinot Pinot Gris too. It's a little bit different, and it's called the Extra Mile. And of course, for those uh, favorite customers of Save On Foods, we all know that that's our company slogan that we go the extra mile for for our customers. Uh, Daryl Jones, the president of our company, lives and breathes that statement every day. Right. And uh, to have a partner like Peak Sellers to deliver, cool. deliver us a, a <coughs> wine that we can uh, that we can tag on to and, and put some emotion and passion behind it, call the extra mile, is special for us. And we take a lot of pride in the relationship we have with Peak Sellers and, and quite honestly, developing into the future. Mm. And with all the exciting things that are going on with Peak Sellers in the future, we're excited to be part of that. Well, you know, one of the things I love about it is normally, like in the big sphere of, say, North American grocery stores, the wines that they get made are with big companies. They're not with small, uh, intense boutique wineries. So it's great to have a collaboration with a BC winery that's tiny because uh, the quality is always so high. I don't even know how you have enough grapes to give them any wine. but Well, we find a way to make it work. Yeah. Yep. And well, it's truly rewarded. Who benefits? The BC customer benefits. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Peak Cellars 2020, uh, really, folks, screw cap finish, delicious wine. You can't go wrong. And, and uh, give Pinot Gris another chance. If it's, uh, There are many different ways that Pinot Gris are made. This is quite a special uh, wine uh, when you taste it. It's, it's like a very serious wine. <laughs> but it's fun, so we don't want to take away the fun. Gruner Veltliner now. This is... Uh, Impossible to sell, I think. Delicious to taste. Groovy, yeah. Ah, groovy. That'll sell it, yeah. It's not hard to sell either, you know. Once again, it's one of those wines, once you get past the name, and once you get past that, uh, I would say, uncertainty or unfamiliarity, um, it's, it, it, it makes a, it makes an impression that it's hard to, hard to lose. It's, it's hard to forget, yeah. It's, I mean, first of all, for most people, it's hard to pronounce, and then they don't recognize it. They don't know what it is, but yeah. it's this beautiful Austrian variety. Um, we've got uh, neighbors to the north, the uh, Sparkling Hill Resort, uh, owned by the Swarovski family from sure. Austria. So it's sort of a tip of the hat to our, our Austrian neighbors. Nice. But we do we do have uh, from from what I can tell from sort of tonnage reports and what we've harvested in the past, we probably have the largest planting in all of BC at this time. We've got four acres planted. Um, we do like to play around with a lot of. Uh, we play around with some concrete, some neutral oak, some one and two year old uh, old oak, um, stainless steel, and a lot of Lee's work to really mm. develop the texture in the palate. And I think the, the the thing to tell people about this wine is it's it's not going to be some big floral aromatic. It's actually it's more of a savory herbal textural wine yeah. that's best served actually a little bit warmer to really appreciate it for for what it is. And when you really get to food pairings, it's sort of it's a great dish for like the fresh garden garden veg dishes or like risottos with you know charred um, 
with uh, spinach and kale and, and asparagus and things like that or fresh salads just um, or vegetarian pastas it's really you can you can you have to be careful pairing it because you don't want to overwhelm the wine with yep. too intensely flavored food. Yep. But when you find that right pairing, it's just it's beautiful. Well, yeah, it has it, it has a certain sense of delicacy. But I do I, I totally agree the savory herbaceous character in the middle of the palate is well. First of all, it's complexing, but it's just bloody interesting, you know, because some wines can just be all fruit and that's fun. But this is much more interesting, and the Austrians themselves probably would approve. I believe and, they would. And they sell a lot of Gruner, and it's big for them. Yeah, very impressive. How, how many white wines do you make at Peak Cellars? Well, that's a good question. We, we grow six different white grapes, but we probably make about 12 different white skews yeah. or, or um, different skews, 10 different skews. We have two rosés. The fun thing we're having at Peak Cellars, when you talked about you know different styles of Pinot Gris, the fun thing we're doing at Peak Cellars is through through our vineyard, our 100 acres, we're finding all these nuances around the vineyard with different geological, like different soil types and things that are giving us opportunities to make some really interesting wines. So we're making, um, you know, a lot of them are... are um, for immediate consumption, like drink youthful, or some that are for cellaring and aging. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got uh, three different Pinot Gris um, on top of the classic. We've got a Skin Kissed and a Glacial Till. Um, we do four different Rieslings, including a traditional method sparkling. We do two different Gewürztraminers, two different Rosés. You know, so there's quite a variety there for people yeah. to come and experience the versatility of, of what grapes are. And a great place to stop by and eat. Yes, we do have a Garden yeah. Bistro as well, seven yeah. days a week, all year long. So yeah. reservations for that. They need, do, do people get reservations for tastings now too? Is that how it works there? Uh, you you can walk in for both lunch and and tastings, but if you you can reserve and book everything online yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, when it gets busy. Yep. I, I'd like to throw in a, a, a recommendation for the bistro. I just had lunch there a few uh, weeks ago. Unbelievable. Uh huh. Yeah. Way We've to got go. It's beautiful. It's like really farm to table. We've got this half acre garden on site that, that supplies the restaurant about 80% yeah. of the year with all of its fresh. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, enjoy your time in Vancouver. Thank you very much. Don't, don't let it go by too fast. No, I'll and definitely soak be, it all in. You'll be back at it uh, before you know it. But it was great to catch up with you. Wines are just, you're just killing it. Thank you very much. You have to keep going. I will. <laughs> we got to send people to Peak Cellars. Uh, you, you'll hang around all day long. Uh, Steve Moriarty is going to stick around from Save on Food. Stephanie Stanley is the winemaker at Peak Cellars. Coming up next, Jennifer Mulgut, she's the president of the View Winery, joins us on the floor of the Vancouver International Wine Festival. I'm Anthony Gismondi. We'll be right back. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Discover the good life right in your own backyard. Destination? The Watermark Beach Resort in beautiful Asuyus. Featuring spectacular views of Asuyus Lake, walking distance to shops, plus dining at the Watermark's very own 15 Park Bistro. And make sure to book your spring and summer travel now to avoid disappointment at the South Okanagan Resort that defines easy living. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com for full details and keep up to date on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Clos de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Clos de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at closdesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. The legend lives on. 
three-finger jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three-Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Penticton, the hub of the South Okanagan, a place where you can take your time to enjoy our beautiful weather and perfect patio season. Visit almost 100 area wineries, cideries and distilleries, eight craft breweries and world-class locally sourced restaurants too. It's the perfect destination for a relaxing getaway. But before you go, make sure to check the website for information on wine tours, tasting room and restaurant hours, or for more trip inspiration. Go to visitpenticton.com. From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio, on location at the Vancouver International Wine Festival. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia from the floor of the Vancouver National Wine Festival, and a shout out to our listeners on BNN Bloomberg 1410 in Vancouver and all other 19 cities across the province where we now have the show playing every week uh, on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Our guests are Steve Moriarty. He's of uh, Savon Foods uh, Descent. Uh, <laughs> and Jennifer Mulgett uh, joins us. She's the president of The View Winery. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. I'm going to put your mic up there where we can there really we hear you. Hello, hello. Yeah, that's really good. So you're in town, uh, people are happy, you look very happy. It is so wonderful to be here. After two years on a hiatus, it's just fantastic to see all these happy, wine-loving people. Yeah, happy customers. Yes, very. Really good. Uh, Well, you have a relationship with uh, Save on Foods. Yes. Has it been good? Are you kidding me? i got to get some, you know, I hear it from (laughs) Steve, but I want to hear it from someone who actually sells it to him. Savon Foods is a huge supporter. We know that they love to support local, and they surely uh, yeah. support local in our situation. We're very local. We're a family-owned business. Yep. Been in Kelowna, British Columbia for over 100 years on our land. Wow. And, uh, yeah, when I first met Steve, he was really intrigued by our brand, and uh, we are kind of interesting in that we, we go both ways. We, we make wine, but we also make apple cider. Yeah. Apple growing is part sure of our heritage. Do. So Yeah, yeah beautiful apple. Uh, okay, well, do, we got to get through all these. So you brought a sparkling wine. I did. It's this rather is, famous at The View. <laughs> yes, it is. Pearls. This is our Pearls traditional brute. Yeah. Uh, we grow Riesling. We uh, only grow what's really appropriate for our terroir. We only make wine out of what we grow. So this is a blend of our Riesling, 60% Riesling, 20% Pinot Noir, and 20% Pinotage. Mm. I'm just drinking it, folks, so I'm quiet here. It's my best side. It takes your breath away. It kind of makes you speechless Mm. almost. Yeah. (laughs) Do you sell a lot of sparkling wine uh, generally in the store? We we do. We we, it's a growing growing trend. But when you take this particular one, it's it's really easy to sell again. And I I say that a lot, but uh, 
in this particular one. It, it also one of my favorites, so it kind of unbiased here, you know. <laughs> There's not a lot of Riesling sparkling wine in BC, so that's it. No. it stands out. Uh, I think uh, Tantalus made you one. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, mm-hmm. and so definitely that the the green apple and the lime citrus, very typical of Riesling, are mm-hmm. quite predominant. Um, it is does sit surlees for just eleven months, so you still get a bit of that bready toasty note, mm-hmm. uh, but mostly it's about the fruit notes, hint of minerality, which I find really uh, intriguing. Everybody knows about Kelowna, the big city, but Kelowna wineries now are really sort of stepping it up, like moving north and being in that region, like uh, whatever whatever it's going to be called, East Kelowna, or I, I'm not sure. Uh, Sip Southeast Kelowna is what Sip we have Southeast called Kelowna. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty interesting to see that, uh, the the love that's coming for the, the grapes and the wines coming out of there. We're really taking it very seriously growing what's appropriate for the terroir and it shows in the wines and uh the consumers respond well to that were you were you up on all that when you started was that oh come on we were the winery that popped pinotage in the ground people (laughs) thought we were crazy (laughs) that's true however in the end it really is well suited and this winter we had 50 percent bud death in our vineyard because of the cold yeah all of the cool climate aromatic whites 50 percent bud death pinotage yeah. nada the it tractor was, it, the pinotage is tough it is early ripening it really does well in our part of the uh of the of the uh, wine region mm. now we have people reaching out asking if they can buy it so there you go <laughs> yeah Okay, well, you brought a Pinot, but not a Pinotage. I didn't. Today, I brought so. its little brother, the Pinot Noir. Yeah. A little sister, I'll say, because yeah. it's very elegant, very pretty Pinot. Very nice label, too. Thank you for that. Yeah. Did you design these? Or? We did. Yeah, my husband and I and our winemaker, actually, Christy French, she's very creative. We designed the label. So yeah. that's a that's a Fibonacci spiral it on is. the grape cluster. And yeah. you do see the tendrils in the vineyard create that same design. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you for noticing. That's lovely. Thank you. Now, it's light-colored. It's quite light in color, yep. but where it's light Which in color... is co- kind of northern style, It I would is, say. absolutely. Where it's light in color, it makes up for an intensity in aromas. Mm-hmm. So we grow three clones, 777, that's what gives it the beautiful aromatics. Uh, 115, obviously, that's a pretty classic Dijon clone for our area. Great structure. And then 667, this mm. adds a little bit to the color. Nice and juicy, too. It is juicy, and that is yeah. very much our uh, signature. Really juicy, fresh wines, and yeah. it's that little bit of acidity. Pinot selling well, and, and the, like I, I know it's a growing category for sure. Like when I started out, everybody's buying Cabernet, and, uh-huh. and that was it. But yeah. now that's changed a lot. Uh, we've seen a tremendous change. That it's a cultural shift to to move to Pinots, and uh, um, being a Pinot guy myself, it falls into my category, and it's it's really easy again in in, in our in our mix of Pinot Noirs. It has its own following. Mm-hmm. I find that it's very versatile wine. Um, because of that brightness, our northern Pinot Noirs have that bit of acidity. Mm-hmm. They can, it can stand up to so many different dishes. You yeah. know, it used to be oh, if you're having a great big piece of you know prime rib, you had to have a big Cabernet Sauvignon. But honestly, this Pinot can stand can up to that now. That acidity just yeah. cuts right through the fat, and it's quite lovely. Yeah, and it's good with salmon and lovely soy sauce salmon. or something like that too. Yeah, it cuts absolutely. in there. Absolutely, yeah. And and you know what it's really good with? Blueberry pie. I just found that out by what? accident. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Jennifer, I know. Jennifer, Jennifer, yes, come on now. Let's that, go. You have to try it. Blueberry pie. Uh huh. I love blueberry pie. A tart blueberry pie. It has sort of the dark berry notes with the acidity in the pie. It was oh a my god. Ma- it, so it, it, I can just keep drinking right through dessert then. 
That's so great. That's, that's fantastic news. Blueberry pie sales just went up in our stores. Yeah. You'll have to move this wine over to the blueberry uh, aisle. Of course, you can't do that, I bet, but yeah. probably illegal. We're going to have fun with it, though. We're going to yeah. definitely have fun with that. That's really cool. Mm. I'm going to have fun with that. Blueberry Thanks. pie. How did you discover that? Oh, my gosh. Just on just impulse, wine honestly. Wine leftover uh, I think it was like dinner. Sunday brunch, and there was some leftover pie from the night before. And I thought, I wonder. So wow. I just, I, that's often how I find great food and wine pairings. I so just great. sort of have fun. Think okay. outside the box sometimes. Let's talk cider because actually Savon selling cider. Correct. A lot of people don't know, but they're all they're all cidered out now. Savon is selling BC craft ciders in a huge way, yeah. and uh, they've really taken our brand up to the next level. And uh, I have two new ciders here, brand new. You brought releases. some weird ones. I like this one. They're Gin weird. And tonic. Gin and tonic cider. So we have a cocktail collection of ciders. Um, Savon already sells our mimosa and our Negroni. Mm-hmm. And our new release this year is gin and tonic. So I can't we we made this. the gin. Uh, we yeah. brought some beautiful botanicals in. Uh, you we made the gin. We did. We we uh, oh brought spirits God. in, and we uh, also brought in uh, cherry blossoms, um, sage, juniper berries, um, chichona bark. And we infused all of that into the spirits for a couple of weeks, and then we added wow. the gin to the cider. It smells like a London gin bar. Absolutely. Steve, do you want to try some? I'd love some. Okay, let's uh, do a glass of it. Mm. So it's my new fave. Very dry, very refreshing. Wow. Throw a little lime wedge on that and... Now, are you selling that? Can we buy that at Savon? Well, it's it's going to be in Savon mid-June, the big release. Okay. And Mm -hmm. and is that the format it'll be in? Correct. It's a four-pack with 355 mil cans. And do people buy cider in cans or bottles, or what's your your sense of how The trend is to cans, Uh, and I believe that's just the convenience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then the other uh, cider I brought is our new Orchard Rosé cider, and it's also highlighting our new look label. And the new look label is honoring the horses that used to work our land. And so this year, it's 100 years that our packing house building uh, has been around. So we're celebrating our, uh, our anniversary, 100th anniversary, and this, hence the new look labels. And Savon is Ward's, launching that. That's Ward's, Ward's Cider. Ward's we cider. should get that out. Yeah. Ward's Cider is named after my great-grandfather, Ward, who originally planted our property in 1918. Wow. Mm-hmm. Where, did, where did he come from? Do we know? He, yeah, he came from London, England. Okay. His poor wife, imagine, dragged her here Holy from London, smoke. five she children. Been, she must have just had a heart attack <laughs> when she got here. Yeah. She I needed think. some cider. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, now you, you, you've returned with the gin and tonic, so there you go. That's yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, it's come full circle. Yeah. Absolutely. We've been talking with Jennifer Mulga. She's the president of the very innovative uh, View Winery in East Kelowna. Uh, how do people find you? What's the easiest way? How, how, what's the road? How do they get there? Well, our road is named after our Ward's uh, Cider and my great-grandfather. So we are on Ward Road, which is nice. off of Spears Road. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we are in southeast Kelowna. Yep. And uh, really, literally 15 minutes from downtown Kelowna. We're up in the hills overlooking the city and Okanagan Lake. Super. Thanks for coming by. Thanks so much. Great yeah, job. Have See fun. See you. Thank you. Enjoy Thanks, the festival. Steve. Thank you. Bye-bye. Steve Moriarty uh, is uh, from Save on Foods, and he's. Uh, we've been talking with Jennifer Mulga. She's the president of the View Winery. Plenty more to come on the show. Coming up next, Mark Hopley joins us from Hester Creek. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, and I'm Anthony Gizmondi. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gizmondi.
lively, delicious, and totally alcohol-free. Introducing Piquet Zero from Benjamin Bridge, a creative and unprecedented wine-style beverage. Discover the unique deliciousness of this new sensory experience. Golden sapphire in color with a blonde hue. The nose features zesty suggestions of key lime, blood orange peel, and lemon preserve with a balancing texture of tart cherries. And best of all, Piquet Zero is absolutely alcohol-free. For details, visit softcrush.ca. Sun, water, soil. Organically farmed and made in collaboration with Mother Nature. Liber Farms terroir-focused small lot wines capture the essence of the Okanagan and Similkameen Valleys. Join the wine club and receive delivery of award-winning wines and new releases in spring and fall, plus early access to library wines, complimentary tastings, and more. Visit them this spring to taste in their spacious covered wine garden in Asuyas. Discover more at liberfarm.com. Simply great wines. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Summer in the Okanagan. Great food, fine wine, fabulous views. You can have it all at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery and the Modest Butcher Restaurant in West Kelowna. Enjoy the stunning vistas while wine tasting outside on the patio. Or step inside the Modest Butcher for some delicious new summer dishes from the menu. Online tasting bookings and table reservations are recommended due to limited seating. Just go to mtboucherie and modestbutcher.com. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, back to the Vancouver International Wine Festival. Here's Anthony Gismondi. Hello, British Columbia. Uh, we're back at the Wine Festival. Uh, our final segment, joined by Mark Hopley. He's the winemaker at Hester Creek. Uh, I brought a couple of nice wines along. Don't let Steve Moriarty drink them all, because although he's the director of wines, he drinks wine too. So, yeah. How well, are you, Mark? I'm good. You having fun? Yeah, lots of fun. It's yeah. so good to get out, see yeah. everybody, yeah. see some faces, have some chats, some quality chats, some a lot more quality space. Chats, right? I like that. Yeah, it's been nice. Not not super crowded. Yeah, time no, to talk. Way more intimate this year. Yeah. It really is. I think okay. you know people are getting their money's worth, and the trade's great. Connecting with old faces you haven't seen in a while, so yeah. it's been great. It's great to be here. <laughs> okay, it's great you brought two wines because you brought the 2019 Syrah, which is uh, really taking off in BC, I think, Syrah's, with consumers. Yeah, so at Hester Creek, we're super proud of this wine. We, we select the best Syrah we can. A lot of it's from our estate. Some of it's from the Golden Golden Mile Bench. Some of it's also from uh, Black Sage Bench. We co-ferment it, a little bit of Viognier in there to... Hopefully help elevate the nose a little bit. I was going to say the nose is really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the 2019s, it was a good vintage. Um, for me, it was a little more higher acids. But you know what? I think the ageability is there for sure. Syrah? What do you eat with Syrah? Uh, risotto, risotto, mushroom. Lamb? Uh, lamb oh, 100%. Yeah. Lamb, lamb's a go-to. Lamb popsicles. 
something like that. Goat. Goat? Yeah. I kind of like goat. I had goat with uh, Bidge the other night with Syrah. It was How was pretty it? Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Good, good. Yeah. yeah, and we also have the Garland today, which is named for our owner, which is um, yeah. a Bordeaux-style oh, yeah. blend that we do. Um, it's namely Cabernet Sauvignon driven, so we're talking... Uh, 70 percent cab, but it's got a little bit of petit verdot, a little bit of malbec in there, so for a little structure. Mm. Hoping this will be a, a real age-worthy wine. And the vintage on the Garland is uh, the Garland is eighteen. Yeah, yeah. So it was a pretty warm year, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. it's a really nice wine. Well, it's a very elegant wine. Thank you. Sort of like the man, Mr. Garland. <laughs> He's kind of an elegant guy. Agreed, a hundred percent. And uh, I think it, I think it really represents the estate well. Do you think you're a red? wine estate or a white wine estate or do you think like that we're, at all we're 60 40 in favor of red yeah but i will tell you this we grow trebbiano there as you know yeah and that's a mediterranean great we need heat for that yeah. so where we're at with that is is a good thing so it is a little warmer down there but i think you know the pinot blanc we've had has been there since 68 yep really established wines <laughs> trebbiano's in the same boat so yeah. um but yeah i do think of us more probably as a red house if that makes sense yeah being quite honest although we have a wine here we're going to talk about next that yeah. i'm sure would you you have oh, a wine called Steve. pgv exactly and that's uh that's a runaway seller at at Savon. but i i don't know what it is i think i know what it is <laughs> well pinot green viognier yeah. who would have thought yeah, yeah. it's I'll tell you what, we're really proud of the partnership we have with Steve and, and the guys at Save On Foods. Yeah. Um, when the, the story, as I know it, is they came to us and said, we want to make a, a Pinot Griviagne. So we did some blends, and we'd come over to Steve and the team and say, hey, we're thinking 20%, we're thinking 25%, we're thinking 30% mm-hmm. veal. Mm-hmm. What do you like? So we sat down as a group. We sent them off. They, they sent back, said, we like this. We're like, we're on the same page. Let's make this wine. Yeah. And... Uh, that's what is it? 19 what was it? Well, this what is, was the blend? I, I think Steve's going to tell the real story. Well, <laughs> it, the fact is, the real story is, is that it's our best-selling white wine, and at the end of the day, that's what that's what that's what's important. The consumer has grasped the brand name Hester Creek, and then taken the uniqueness of the PGV, which is Pinot Gris and Viognier, and it really doesn't matter what's in it; they just love it, mm-hmm. and so do we. And the fact it's in, it's in your store colors. Right, it's yeah. uh, it pops. You're really going after it here, in the store colors. Nice. Yeah. You know, you but know, that's kind of the Pinot Gris and Viognier it's, colors. It's fresh, kind of greenish, yellow. Yeah. The relationship we have with with Hester Creek, the consumer, and Savon Foods, is is the perfect trifecta. Really, it is. I mean, Pinot Gris and Viognier is not something you see anywhere else. Yeah. On a regular basis, so the fact that it's unique in our yeah, store, BC. And we sell thousands of cases, thousands yeah. of cases of it. Right now, we can't make enough of it. So, yeah. uh, you know, when it, we've come off a couple of low years for, for crops, we're hoping this will be a bigger one, but time will tell. But we're definitely excited to, <laughs> to grow that brand moving forward, for sure. That's pretty cool. Uh, you tell me your phone's been busy the whole time you're here, so you, you're not really getting a few days um, off, kind of, sort of. Uh, should I put this tank with that tank? Yeah. Nope. Oh, you got to get these. Got to whip these the crew into shape. No, we. You know what? We, we full disclosure. We have an amazing team back at the ranch, yeah. and I, I have a hundred percent faith in them. And but yeah. it's just good to be in touch, see what's going on. And how are things in the south? It's been a slow start in some places. What are you seeing? Yeah, we're on the Golden Mile bench. I will tell you that uh, things look good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're a couple of weeks behind normal. Well, let's put it this way: we're a couple the, of weeks behind the last few years. Yeah, the the, the right? old, the new normal, but exactly. the old normal is more like this. I think. Amen. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
and that's something we were talking about at dinner the other night. It's it's we get used to the last five years and we we look in short terms, but. I'm an older guy. I've seen a few vintages, and we know that, you know, we're going to see these cooler years. We're going to see these hotter years, but yeah. I think we're coming, you know, it's a little more normal year this year, which I isn't like a bad thing. I like the cooler years. Uh, yep. I, I like the expression of the wines in the cooler year, you know, if, if you, you get them right, but that yep. shouldn't really be a problem anymore. I think they're usually more age-worthy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like those super hot years where get, they get super jammy. You don't get the, the lower pHs and the nice acidity. Yep. That helps with the color. So you got what's going on at the winery. The restaurant, Terrafina, is open. Uh, people yeah. can come by and have a, a real tasting experience as well. Chef Adair is uh, doing He's some great work of out it. of there. Yeah, yeah. you betcha. Do, do you sneak in there for lunch every day, or how does that uh, no, work? I, well, I look like I do, yeah. but no, I, I don't. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably in there every couple of weeks just to kind of, you know, it is it is a, it's a great restaurant. Yeah. We're lucky to have it. So. Mark, it's great to have you here. I know you got to get back uh, over to the grind, but uh, you're having fun in the room. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. Like yeah. I said, with some real great conversations. Good yeah. to see some some friendly faces. PGV folks, look for it in uh, Save on Foods. Uh, uh, is it on the shelf? Like it's the most sold wine, but maybe it's always sold out. I don't know. Uh, well, you, no, we've we'll got have, a supply. We've got a good run of it, and I expect we'll have it right through the end of the year this year. And. Um, uh, we'll make sure that you can get a bottle at Save on Foods. Steve, thanks for dropping by. Thank you very Great much. Great to catch up with you, Mark. Uh, good luck with the harvest, uh, the harvest, the season, the growing season, and uh, have fun in Vancouver. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Steve. Hey, that's it for us today, folks. Uh, we are out of here. We're out of time. Thanks for listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. We'll be back next week across the province. Until then, enjoy your weekend. That's it for today's show. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. 